0: the praise that is due to your name. We thank you. We lift your name this morning and thank you for the opportunity to be gathered in your presence where you have already declared that where two or three are gathered in your name, you are right in our midst. We have accepted that. Now Lord, Lord, The word of God that has been exalted above all is what we are about to hear. Therefore, we ask that thy great Holy Spirit, the teacher, will bring the word of God to our understanding in the name of Jesus, that the word would do us good. The word would show us your will for our lives, guiding us into all truth, teaching Admonishing and leading us on for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name, we have prayed, and everyone said, All right. Can we turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 8? Mark chapter 8, verse 34 to 38. And I pray that you follow after the reading of the scripture. When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Hallelujah. Uh, that one sounded better than this, but if you want me, it's okay. When he had called it, the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will be saved. Praise the Lord. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in an exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, and this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Amen. We are going to be studying together on the subject of a life saved It's all for Christ and the gospel. Amen. That's the title of my message. A life saved is all. It's all for Christ and the gospel. I believe. Let me probably add. I'm not very sure whether we'll be able to get there. But let me also add the scripture to it. Philippians chapter 1 verse 20 to 29 quickly. Philippians 1, you can put it down. According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life, or by death, for to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor, yet what I shall choose I cannot tell. For I am hard pressed between, two, between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you all, and continue with you all for your progress and joy of faith. That your rejoicing for me may be more abundantly in Jesus Christ by my coming to you again only let your conduct and uh, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ so that whether i come and see you or i am absent i may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in the spirit with one mind striving with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel and not in any way terrified By your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition, but to you of salvation, and that from God. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Amen. Alright, so, as I've already mentioned... We are studying and uh, a life saved is all for Christ or it's all for Jesus in the gospel. It is very important to catch the understanding of the purpose of God to your life in the gospel. It's very important to catch that understanding. That since I've been saved, there is a purpose for my life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Please do not take it for granted to seek to know your place in the gospel. Amen. Are you here? One of the things that will be very great for every child of God who is here this morning to know is that the Lord gave us salvation, which has a serious benefit. Praise the Lord. But in that salvation, he has a place for himself. And for the gospel, as long as you live in this life. so in Mark chapter eight as we read it's a very important subject that I would like for you to read in the verse thirty four Would you be so kind to read that for me? One, two. can we start very well Viggo, don't when one, two. Can you put it in NLT, please? Very good. Would you like to do this one as well? One, two. Disciples. He said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways and take up your cross and follow me. Praise the Lord. This, for me, is a very serious thing. That's that's why I say that it needs... A sitting down to consider. Contrary to the way majority of us we think, may I say this to us this morning. When you gave your life to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, immediately Jesus has this message for you. Hallelujah. Then he called, then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, I want to take that portion. You will notice that the 12 were with him. Hallelujah. And the crowd were also there. But Jesus, wanting for everybody to understand, and not only his disciples, he put the two together to say the thing that I'm going to say to you is applicable to anybody who wants to follow me. Praise the Lord. So may I say to us, saints, there, there is nobody who is exempted from what Jesus had to say because he put Them together. And I love the the, the NLT, how he said this. For the Bible says, then calling the crowd to join. In King James, flip it quick, we'll do quick, quick like that. In King James, in the verse 34, he said, and when he had called the people unto him, that is himself, with his disciples, Also he said to them, Whoever will come after me, let him deny himself. Let's stop there for a moment. There is nobody in life who is called a believer who will make it to heaven if he doesn't come to the point of denying himself. And may I humbly say denying of self, brother, is not as cheap as probably we may have read. Praise the Lord. Flip. We will stay on the NLT to communicate. Alright? In calling the crowd for me, this is very significant. You know, Jesus had said many things to his disciples any time he was there on the mountain, especially Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. What he said to them, that makes Christianity, the crowd were not there. But this particular one, it was so important that everybody hears for himself. Now, the biggest challenge, may I say this morning, to Christianity, is yourself. Praise the Lord. Are you following so far? Let us not try to let it seem as if it is nothing. Because when he spoke in the NLT version, he said, If anyone wants to be my follower... My follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. What is that? It's a matter of concern to me. What is it that is my selfish way? What is it that is mine? Can I ask you a question this morning? Who is in this church right now listening to me who doesn't love himself? Hello? Is there anybody who doesn't love himself? We all love ourselves. But I have a message. The Bible says that you must. He did not. You see, I I love the way Jesus put it. You must. You decide. The Lord never forces anybody to follow him. First thing we should note. Gospel can be preached to you. With power, you can be affected. But the choice is yours to make. To say, I will receive Jesus, or I will not receive him. Did you ever read from the scriptures, Jesus begging anybody to follow him? Oh, you are not minding me. Did you ever read something like that? So, dear brother, dear sister. This morning... May we trust God to come to that revelation of how we will decide individually to say, no matter what, I will follow Jesus. Praise the Lord. There is a reason for such a statement. When he said, if anyone wants to, anyone is who? Anyone. A white man in America, a black man in Nigeria, a yellow man in India, everybody who wants to follow Jesus, the same thing as one of my children when he was growing up, he said the same thing, different. As to whatever that means, it's okay. Praise the Lord when I study scripture and I come across such statements my dear brethren I don't take it for granted because I know that it is the only way by which if I should make it to heaven it depends on what Jesus has said, praise the Lord if you want to make it to heaven it does not depend on how you want to run it it depends on how and what Jesus has said that you are applying. And so when I hear the word the Lord speaking and say, "Any of you wanting to follow me, you must first stand from selfish way. What is He applying? And what is He saying? Take up your cross and follow me. Take up your cross. Brother, the issue is not the church you go to. The issue has to do with, am I willing to do what Jesus said I should do? We all know very well that there was a young man who was very rich. This young man kept himself from fornication, kept himself from anything that was too expensive, was too rough. He obeyed the law. And one day he went to Jesus and he asked a simple question to Jesus. What must a man do to have eternal life? I must tell you that it's not far from what Jesus is saying. Praise the Lord. Then practically Jesus speaking, Jesus comes and quickly he speaks something like this. You know the commandment. Because Jesus knew where he was coming from that he has been a holy boy. And for holy boys, it is a guarantee. And Jesus now comes, he says, holy boy, you know the commandment. He said, Lord, if it is left with that alone, it's no palabra. From my childhood, I've been very, dis- I have been very obedient to this truth. But, may the Lord help us. Did you hear that? Shout to big amen. May the Lord help us. This man was confronted with this same message that Jesus is telling us. And said, you have done very well. But you are left with one thing. That one thing that you are left with is that you are very rich. But since you are the one who came, I didn't invite you. And genuinely, if you want to have eternal life, there is one thing I have to tell you. Go and sell all that you have. There are people who need it. Give it to them. After that, come and follow me. Ah! Self. Brother, if you are sitting here and you think the self is a small thing, may I explain it to you today? The self can damage you. And that we must beg God for revelational knowledge, as was said on last Wednesday, to decide whether it is this Jesus we want or something else. So when, when the man was confronted, I can, I am just putting myself there as Dennis. I am very rich. Everybody salutes me for who I am. And I see this man going up and down every day, sometimes on the desert and sometimes pe- he's healing the people. I'm ve- it's very, you know, the, the things that Jesus did were so attractive to the man. And so he wanted a portion of those things and a portion of his life. And may I announce to you that everybody who is here this morning, you want a portion of Jesus and you also, if you are not very careful, you cannot let the portion of your life go. That is Christianity. I didn't write it. So, when Jesus touched the matter, Jesus touched the matter, the response is that the Bible says you know, he didn't say anything after that. In fact, it would have been better for him to have said, Jesus, Inele, Inye. And, uh, Mamiga, is that not so? Inele, Inye. Obusa, <laughs> the demon, Okana. One can't demand, Chameya approval. Praise the Lord. In your leg, in your mouth, hey, Can't do it. Oh. Oh, don't let me goof. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No, you know, I'm looking at the Lord. And I'm looking at scripture and I'm looking at my life. Honestly, what must I do? As he has saved me so much for me to be approved of him now the bible said the man turned and he was sorrowful but thanks be to god the bible said he loved him what a self self is so critical the brother sister if we don't learn to deal with self, catch a revelation, what it means to be determined to put behind us, we may have false confidence only to be disappointed on the day of the Lord. Are you listening to me? So when Jesus, thank you, let's go back to the scripture, for giving me that. But let's go back. When Jesus said you must, Turn from your selfish ways. He was, the fact that he had money did not mean he was selfish. Are you listening? But the money has possessed him. And so, two kings cannot stand on the throne, said by, what's his name again? Pascal. Pascal. A man was in full fire leading prayer meeting. He said two things, two kings cannot serve on the throne, stand on the throne. That's Togolese English. The truth is this, how I pray that in our following Jesus, we would face this matter and decide how we are going to handle it. Hallelujah. Turn from his own ways and take up his cross and follow me. When we were younger, way back in Kumasi, whenever it was around Good Friday from Roman, Roman Hill, Roman Hill, Roman Hill. You know in Kumasi, Roman Hill has a very big um, Roman Catholic church. And in those days, whenever it was Easter, one of the priests or one of the elders will they will make a very big cross, and the, the person will put it at the shoulder and the rest of the church members will follow and they will be singing. and as he's dragging his cross along, people Standing by, because I was small, we were always interested to see. People standing by would look at that scene and they would shed tears. they are all emotional, tears. And I didn't know, and I thought that by that, it showed that really the man was carrying his cross and following the Lord. That's not the type of cross I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. And so, we saw that, and it was, for us, that was it. It, That, Of course, that is what also made Roman Catholic win a lot of Catholic. And then go in there, and you will hear the rhymes. And even you will not read your Bible. I didn't say anything bad. But take up your cross, and follow Jesus. Hallelujah. So, when I see Jesus turning around, You are here this morning. Brother, don't be upset with me, oh. You have your ways that are very dear to you that nobody should temper. As soon as they temper, something will rise up in you and you will show that I'm not stupid. I will show you who I am. That man must die in the name of Jesus. So Jesus now comes. And then he begins to explain to us. You know, he is not forcing. As I study the scripture, I say, this thing that we have chosen that we will follow, nobody compelled us all. We chose it ourselves. And if we have chosen, may we come to the point of making the decision to say, I will follow even if it causes me to die. Because... You will gain. Praise the Lord. Amen. Number two. Thirty five. Would you like to read for me, every one of you, please, who can read? One, two. You'll be very surprised what I heard. Once again, one, two. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. <laughs> this is too hot, oh, teacher. You are a teacher. The Bible said, If you try to hang on to your life, what does that mean? You will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will do what? Hey, this is becoming too hot. I see... A very serious matter Jesus is putting in front of us this afternoon. How? What does it mean to hang on to your life? The gentleman that I spoke about could not let what he believed in be taken away from him. Let me just say something interesting here a sunday school teacher was checking on her list to find out some dropouts and discovered that a young man who used to be in her class had not been attending church so calls up and said i haven't seen you for some time now what's happening in the conversation, a very interesting thing happened. A young man says to the teacher, Yes, I have stopped the church. And the teacher says, What is the reason of you stopping the church? He said, I'm a footballer. And in your church, I noticed that you don't say anything to encourage footballers. So I have changed. Churches, I go to Jesus so so and so church. Now when I heard this. I sat down and I thought about it. And I'm sure you are also thinking. Whether he is right or he is wrong. That's not the subject. But begin to ask yourself. So what is the state of this man? And majority of us, unfortunately, except for the fact that the word is football, the brother, unfortunately, could not let go. And as far as he is concerned, if I'm walking into this place to hear a sermon, it has to be that which will have to Encourage my football for the money. True or false? Oh, you are not my true or false? Unless anybody has any other understanding. May I announce to you that we are living in days and time. That from what Jesus has said. Majority of people. That's not what they are looking for. They are looking for. What can I get from Jesus? And if you're a man of God, and you hear such a thing from your church member, the next thing is telling you is for you to change your sermon. True or false? Oh, true or false? But do you think Jesus who died on the cross to save me and to give me eternal life, do you think that that is what he called me to preach? somebody may choose to but i don't think that this is what i've been called to do praise the lord when jesus said if you try to hang on to your life you will lose it but if you give it up for your if if, if you give up your life for my sake And for the gospel or for the good news, you will save it. Let me bring it down to practicality. Can we come to the point of knowing who we are? I'm saying this because I want to just say something. You are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. You are a professional. Praise God for you. From what Jesus is saying, thank God for you, your profession should not stand in. In fact, as a matter of fact, your profession should even be a way for Jesus to be magnified, through of us. unless I'm not understanding what He's saying. Now, let's take a teacher. So wait, let's take a teacher. Who is born again, a child of God, filled with the Holy Ghost, knows the Word of God, and knows His assignment that my life is for Jesus, not for me, and for the Gospel. Is that correct? Are you following? He finishes training college. And then Jesus goes to the Ministry of Education. And Jesus sits and talks to the director. Post Akosweak to one of the villages, some of the villages we have been to in Buntini, The reason is because he's my candidate. Put him there. I know that over there in Guntini, nobody would like to go. This director, who doesn't know anything, his friend is directing him to sign, to say that Akosye should go to Guntini. Now, Akosye who has been waiting for his posting, all of a sudden he gets a letter from Ministry of Education indicating your station. And then he opens the letter and he sees, Akosya, we are pleased to offer you JHS teacher at Buntini report there next Monday on the 23rd of February. Are you there? So you are Akosiyahu. Now you get a letter, you have lived in Accra. You church at Covenant Family Glass House. When you get a letter like this, I have a very simple question. What would you do? Hello? Who can tell me what you will do? Oh, everybody is quiet. Hey! Somebody tell me something. I like the answers I'm getting. My enemy's at work. Enemy is always in trouble. <laughs> the devil should not interfere in anybody's affair. My, a- <laughs> that's a good point. We see, and then another answer. The first thing I know what happening is, tears will fill the paper. After the tears. The next point in line, that sister or the brother will not rise up even to say, Lord, why are you giving me this? Are you the one, are you involved or you are not involved? Are you here this morning? A child of God doesn't have the, After filling the paper, now he gets up crying, filling the paper with tears. The next, the next thing he's here to do is to sit down. Who do I know? Who can help me? If he doesn't have anybody, the next person may be the pastor. As for pastor, everybody brings a rubbish show. Pastor, can you imagine? Pastor, look at this. Oh, you have been posted to the Lord. Pastor, can you pray that I do something about it? And if the pastor is not sensitive, the pastor too, Father, It is whoever is sitting on the progress of this daughter. Today we bind. Jesus said you are binding me. Brethren, let's face it all. We bind. I command in the name of Jesus. Go to the ministries. Go and tell the director. That he should change this for you. Or go and find somebody. Meanwhile in the spirit. It could have just been. Whoever wants to follow me. Let him deny himself. Take up his cross. And follow me. But this time. Dear one. You have just destroyed. Jesus. And now you are maneuvering to get the director of the Ministry of Education, the what do we call them, the ch- big one, the chief director, the chief director. Signed, chief director. Can you do something about it? Now my worry now is that me, the pastor, to me to have joined. Oh, when the Lord was teaching me some of these things, then I say, hey, this matter of let him deny himself. Take up his cross. But I love this one that he puts it. He said, if you hang on to your life, you will lose it. Now, when the Bible talks about losing your life, listen. Even in this life, you will not lose it. It might be well with you. But for me, the danger is that on the day of the Lord, God would have said, You held on to your life, and I don't know you. And what would you say? So this matter of when you get saved, the life you live... It's for Christ and the gospel. May we go back and sit down and consider it carefully. Are you listening? Brethren, we are not making progress in the faith. Because it's all about us. So Jesus knew it. And he knew that the self is a big, you see, majority of the time, we pray against, I love what brother said, we pray against the enemy, we pray against the enemy, the enemy doesn't have much, it is yourself. The self is something that you have to learn to deal with. Because the self, for him when he is working, it has nothing to do with anything or how is it possible. How could you say such a thing to me? How can you do this? How can that do? How can this? How can this? That is how the self operates. And Jesus knew it. He knew that the only one... You know, you remember what he said in the scripture. No one can snatch you out of my hands. True or false. But the self can take you from the hands of Jesus. So Jesus now is saying, Do you really want to follow me? Take up your cross. Firstly, deny yourself. So, brethren, I want to appeal. Make time. After all, what did the scripture say? Examine yourself to see whether you are still in the faith. May I appeal to you by the Spirit. Sit down and think. Consider carefully. Because we are making a lot of moves that are for the self. It might not necessarily be for Jesus. Jesus. Praise the Lord. Are you here? We are very comfortable with ourselves. With the self to such an extent that it's so difficult for Jesus to penetrate. We are so, no, 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 this cannot happen to me. But I hear Jesus. And now, if that happened in the spirit, Jesus went to the director of education and spoke and said, This is my candidate. I want you to pen down and send him to, to Buntini for me. And you say, E-enye-ma-so. Who have you denied? May I say something? You have to start learning to ask the Lord about everything. You didn't say amen? Because sometimes you may be standing against the will of God. Sometimes you may be kicking against what is good for your life. Unknowingly. This is why prayer is crucial. This is why it's important to ask, Lord, are you involved in this matter? Now, if Jesus was involved, is He obliged to come and cause a dream for you to know that? To say, as you are sleeping, then Jesus comes with two angels, and then all of a sudden on the bed, (laughs) and when your posting comes, please know that I'm involved. Jesus doesn't do that. He's too great. Your obedience is so critical. That's why, to be honest with you, As we study scripture and we see some of these, we come now to accept that. You know, when Paul was going to Jerusalem and he knew he was going to be killed, when the Holy Spirit was even indicating every meeting that he got on the way, the Holy Spirit will call some brethren to say, hey, whose belt is this? And then a prophet will rise up and say, I see in the spirit that a man is being brutalized and Paul will say, everywhere I went, I heard it, but I am not determined only to, to live for me. I'm determined even to live for Jesus. Do you think we can come to that? And may I say, brother, this is Christianity. Amen. So, this matter that Jesus has raised this afternoon, may I plead with you, make time. Make time. I was asking myself a few questions as I was studying the scripture. I said, Lord, you know they have a tree song, they don't sing it anymore. May a day a pa or something like that. Yes, yeah, so or something like that who knows how to sing no. yes, but what the hell does the song go? Its thirty years ago song <laughs> Methodist people are trying <laughs> but that is that is the matter I want to i mean you know, brethren, I, I, as much as hearing these things are not very easy, may I beg you, consider it. Praise the Lord. When Jesus has said this, if we will go a little further. For, but this portion... Stay there, 35. Let me say something. This washing is so important because it was at this washing that he spelled out what your life should be. Your life should be for my sake and the gospel's sake. So may I say to you, wherever you are standing, may the preaching of the gospel and the life of Jesus Christ be known. Amen. Young man came to the first service and came to my office and said may I talk to you and I said okay he said something that was interesting he said I'm a footballer so immediately he said and I said Oh I hope that the boy has not misunderstood my message but then the Lord appeared to me and I was playing fo- in this way I was playing football and I scored a goal it was a critical match and I scored a goal And the whole stadium was wild. And then as we do, I took my t-shirt. But I had one inside there which was white. And then on it has been written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel. So, Pastor, I want understanding. I simply said to him, As far as I'm concerned, Even in the football that you are praying, you are playing, let Jesus be first. Let those people around you know that it is Jesus inside you so they can say, why are you like this? And you will say, it is Jesus. And then the next thing is that you preach the gospel. So when I hear the Bible say, for my sake, it had to do with the kind of life that you live. And then number two, for the gospel's sake, what do you do to promote the preaching of the gospel? Praise the Lord. The next critical thing that now we can go on is the thirty-six. Would you like to read that for me, please, quickly? One, two. I thought I heard it wrong. well. One, two. <laughs> Benefits. If you gain the whole wealth, but lose your own soul. Ha! What does that mean? I'm trying to figure out what does that mean. You may sit here this afternoon and may have aspirations. Oh Lord, if I get some money, I will do this. In fact, I will serve you pa. And then all of a sudden, Trump sends a billion, the car that carries money from the bank. With soldiers, they occupy all the gates and they say, nobody is going out. Trump has sent us. He says we should give each one of you $100,000. And it is Israel. And it is distributed amongst all of us sitting here. Hello? <laughs> I'm not talking about Asa or Isbicki. But let me put it this way it will it will let you have your plans sorted out, true or false. Now, when your plans have been sorted out, what nests? That is where for me is critical. So when I hear the scripture say, And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? Brethren, may we live this Christian life in a way of self-denial, but full of Jesus and full of the gospel. Praise the Lord. Because no matter how much progress we want to make in life, if Jesus is not manifested in us, If we do not, you know, we we won't be looking at a time, we will not be able to go to the second scripture that I read. But I promise you, I'm coming back on the subject. We will finish by the grace of God when we have to finish. Amen. Amen. Next week, we will come back to it. But then I see, Jesus is saying, and what do you benefit? What is it that you have gained What is it that is so dear to you? What is it that you have protected and you keep protecting because of that you don't have time for the gospel you don't have time for Jesus. The Bible is simply asking that if the whole world were bottled up and even given to you at the end of the day when you lose your soul it is nothing. Praise the Lord. So brethren may we have our focus set. I know Sometimes, with all respect, people talk foolishly. To say, oh, since I came to Christ, what have I gained? You have gained so much. If not anything at all, you have gained eternal life. And eternal life is not cheap. But how to work on this eternal life to be entering is the matter we are thinking about now. And so the next scripture, which is the verse 37... He says, "Or what will a man give in an exchange for his soul? This scripture, Ah, what is it that is so valuable? But if you will check your life, you will see that certain priorities in your life are over your soul. It is like the rich man. His riches were over his soul. That when Jesus was giving life for the exchange of the riches, he said, no. You Yours may not be monial. Yours may be something I won't say, so that you will say, eh, hmm, you know it. May the Lord help us. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So, brethren, this thing that we have, I want us to be encouraged to sit down and go very deep about this Christianity, how we are running it, and and really take that step off. Lord, I want to live for you and you alone. Now, simply living for Jesus says you do what he wants you to do. What will Jesus do if he was in your shoes? That is how you live for Jesus. Then immediately you say, Jesus will do it like that. Of course he will show up and then begin to tell you how he would like to handle the matter. Amen. Now let's quickly get to the next scripture. Since we will not be able to tackle the next one. Then he comes out to say, in the, was it the 37? 37, 37 and 38? Then he says, yeah, so it's the 37 we read. Okay. Okay, is anything worth more than your soul? May I ask, is anything worth more than your soul? Oh, may we understand these things. Then in the next verse, 38, If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, I want to pause here for a few comments. You see, to be honest with you, what Jesus started talking about is being manifested here. What Jesus is establishing is that as long as you don't make yourself available for the preaching of the gospel against the things that are happening, you have denied him. Praise the Lord. So, he is summing tap when he said, if Anyone is ashamed of me. Let me, brother, let me tell you. Every child of God must be a preacher of the gospel. Wherever God has placed you, no matter the height that you stand, if through you people have not heard the gospel, may I say, one day you will be asked. Because I see Jesus, after he has said, let him deny himself. And then when we came down, he said that, For me and for the gospel's sake, so we know that since we got saved, the only next thing left for us in this life is to live for Jesus and to preach for, and to preach the gospel. Amen. And so when he said that, if anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, The son of man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of the father with his holy angels. So Jesus is saying that live for the gospel by preaching it, by sharing it. Live for the gospel, live for me by letting my life in you show that indeed I live in you. Amen. And anybody who does not do this, as much as there are many Hundreds of people passing. Some of them you work with. Some of them come across for help from you. Some of them I send them to you. You do not make the effort to bring it to them. On that day, me too, I will pretend like you. And I will say, I don't know you. This is how I see it. And I want us to take it up seriously. The preaching of the gospel is the only way by which a man will be saved. The preaching of the gospel is not meant for only the pastor or the leader. The preaching of the gospel is for everyone who has been saved. The preaching and the life that we ought to live to challenge others. There's this song we all sing. If you cannot even preach like Paul, you can tell the little children, may I escalate it further by simply saying that, The life that you live, if you really allow Jesus to live in you, it will be undeniable. People even will look at you and say, there is something about you that can you tell me who you are. And it will give you the opportunity to share Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's bow our heads for prayer. A life saved is only for Jesus and the gospel. is the subject we have touched on. I, you might not be able to do all the considerations in this place, but I want to plead with you. Please, please, when you go home from here, you consider and say, Lord, what is it that I have not been able to deal with as far as I'm concerned? You said deny yourself. How have I denied myself? Have I even made any attempt? I believe with all my heart that if a child of God becomes sincere and considers this, Oh, by the time we come to the point where we will say that I have a heritage in heaven, you would rejoice. And so, brethren, I want to plead by the mercy of God. At this particular time as you are living, I humbly say to you, there are two objectives. I was about telling you something about what are the two important things in life. The two important things in life are life itself and death. And the life leads into death. When the life has been lived very well for Christ, it will now be said, I am going for my inheritance. I plead that you will consider this, that the Lord has brought to us. It may have been a teaching. It may have been a sermon Please consider it. Because the day is coming when Jesus would examine each one of us. And it will be clear whether we live for him or live for the gospel or we live for ourselves. Father, we thank you so much for the word of God. We pray that, oh God, you would help As we already said that you will give us a deep understanding of, the, of your purposes for our lives and the places you want us to be. Please, the desire is very strong to follow you. But if the conditions are not met, we know that you don't change your word. So we pray that you would help us to understand the conditions to be able to follow you with all of our hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. We'd like to take your missions offering, please.